Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is tough and <laughs> there's no other way to talk about it. This one is just an incredibly good workout. To be honest, you could do today's workout and then a 30 minutes of 20 strokes a minute workout alternate them kind of rolling over each other, whatever, and your 2K time will just get absolutely shredded. You'll be really fast. The only downside to doing that is it'd be a bit dull, which is why we do plans like this and we alternate things. So today's workout's gonna be fantastic as a standalone when you just wanna work really hard, or it's gonna work perfectly as week two, session four of the Redux version of the 2K plan. Redux meaning just, I'm going back over the 2K plan and just redoing them so you've got a little bit of extra chat and I'm also fixing some of the technical issues and stuff that happened the first time that I recorded this. So what are we gonna do? Well, if you've been through the 2K plan before, you'll recognize this one. We're gonna do one minute, two minutes, three minute, four minute, then three minutes, two minutes, one minute. But you're gonna do this at your 2K pace, okay? So in all, what that means is that you're gonna be rowing, what does that work out? One, two, six, 12, 16 minutes worth of rowing at your 2K pace and stroke rate. That's a lot of rowing and it's, a, it's really, really fast to be, to be uh, doing all that rowing at. Now there's gonna be quite long rests in between. Basically we're gonna have one and a half minutes rest for every one minute that you're rowing for. So your first one minute, you'll then rest for a minute and a half. Then you'll do two minutes and you'll rest for three minutes, yada, yada, okay? It's all up on the screen. You can see, you can read it, you can see exactly what's gonna happen. Do not think that these rest periods are luxurious. You're gonna look at the first one and go a minute and a half rest after a minute of rowing. Don't worry about it. By the time you get to that three minute interval, you're gonna be like, oof, I'm glad I had those extended rests before. And once you get to that four minute interval, you're gonna be hanging on for dear life to try and hold on to your 2K pace. If you're able to row faster than your 2K pace there, then your 2K pace is frankly soft, okay? this takes you to a point where, especially in that four minute interval, where you're gonna be thinking, can I manage this, okay? And you might have to back off a couple of seconds as such, but then as you go back down the three, two, one side of that um, pyramid, you will find it will get easier and easier. And that last minute, I'm pretty sure you should be able to sprint faster than your 2K pace. Okay, and um, there we go, That's the, here's a gauntlet for you. So this is a 10 out of 10 effort, pretty much from the start. Speaking, if you're with someone, I doubt you'll be able to do much. It's gonna to be tough enough for me to be able to do it through this row with you as it is. And as such, because this is such an intense row, we're gonna do our 10 minute race warm up. okay? Uh, this warm up actually works perfectly is just if you wanna sit down and just do a 10 minute row because it gets you really up there primed and it's a good little workout on its own. So let's start off by setting up our machine by going to our drag factor. If you don't know anything about drag factor, then please check out the video that I have on the YouTube channel. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down and finally set the foot straps so that they cover either the bottom lace in your shoe or if you're in socks like me they just let you bend comfortably forwards to the front the point being you want to get your shins into a nice vertical position without the foot straps fighting against that okay right 
Here we go then. So it's a warm-up starting at 18 strokes a minute, and we're going to start just nice and gentle to get our body moving. All right? In three, two, one, let's go. Now, if you really want me to give you a pace to start this warm-up off at, then look to start round about 2K plus 30. Just really just to ease yourself into this. And then over the course of this first minute, you can then increase the pace closer to about your 2K average plus about 20 to 22 seconds. And then we're gonna row at 18 for two minutes. And then we're gonna increase to 20 strokes a minute for one minute. So as we come in to the first minute gone, should be getting closer to that 2K plus 20 pace. And you can start to think about pushing with your legs from the front of the machine and then finishing with a strong pull at the back of the machine. You want the flywheel to go whoosh. It doesn't just go woo. You need the shh on the end. That's sign of a good, strong pull to a finish. It's really important. Just to make sure and get all that power in. But again, you're not pulling from the front with your arms. You're pulling at the back. Okay, two more strokes. Then we're gonna go up to 20 strokes a minute. And two seconds faster. Here we go. So run about your 2K plus 18 pace at this stage. Making sure that your power increase pretty much is just coming from the fact you've got a stroke rate increase. Through this whole warm-up, your speed changes should just be following your stroke rate increase. Alright, in four more strokes, we're going to go back down to 18 again. One more. Okay, back down to 18. And then we'll do this for a minute. At 2K plus 20 pace. And then at the end of this minute, just a quick reminder that we're these podcasts are taken from the videos that I on YouTube. Strokes a minute. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check uh, out Roll Along on YouTube or head to rollalong.com. We're going to go up to 22 strokes a minute and 2K plus 16 pace in 20 seconds time, okay? Whew. 
So in three more strokes at this rate. One more. Now let's go up to 22 strokes a minute. And 2K plus 16 pace. Now we're only doing this for 30 seconds. And then we'll drop back to 18s for the next 30 seconds. Okay, one more. There we go. So 18s again. Run about 2K plus 20 to 22. Just to give yourself a chance to just ease down a little bit. And then we're gonna go up to 24 and 2K plus 12 next. Bit of a jump again. So you ready for this? 24. Right about 2K plus 12. So we're, it's more of a boost to go from 16 to 12, obviously. But I want you to feel that power from your legs being what controls the stroke rate and your pace. One more. Good job. Down to 18s. And don't worry if your stroke rate is undulating a little bit as you go through these. The point is just that you're progressing the power. Next up, we're 26 strokes a minute and 2K plus nine. And two more strokes. Oh no, it's this one, sorry. Not doing very well today. Here we go. 26 strokes a minute. 2K plus nine. Just get that power out from your legs into the machine. One more. Another 18 strokes per minute. Then we're going to go up to 28 strokes a minute and 2K plus five next. Hopefully you're starting to really get nice and slick for these stroke rates. Okay, two, one more stroke. Here we go then, 28 strokes a minute. Nice rhythm to find the stroke rate and then your power should follow. 2K plus five. Almost there, three more strokes. Back down to 18s. Then we're up to 30 strokes a minute and 2K plus two next. Just got two more of these to go. Ooh. All right, 
right, so in three strokes time, two, one, 30 strokes a minute, 2K plus two, which is a handy one, just one every two seconds, and just look at your clock for the counter. Make sure to still put that power in through the legs. Just because you're at high stroke rate doesn't mean you're not putting power in. Last one. 18s. And then we're going to finish off at 32 strokes a minute. And your pace will be your 2K pace. Three, two, one. You ready? Here we go. Remember, get that handle away nice and rhythmically, but quickly in order to help the higher stroke rates. Almost there. Three, two, one. And then just paddle home at 18 strokes a minute. Now, if you're missing the single leg drills and arms and back only drills that we normally do in the warm-up don't worry about it we'll do them in the cool down instead okay last stroke here right hopefully that's you all nicely warmed up and ready for today's session which after i've taken off my hoodie and you just continue moving up and down the rail i'll explain one more time what it is just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. All right then, so today's top tier workout is going to be one minute, two, three, four, three, two, one minutes. And you're going to do this at your 2K stroke rate and at your 2K pace. Now for me, the stroke rate is around about 32 strokes a minute. So if you're going to follow along with me, that's where you will be. Now we're going to have a progressive amount of rests in between these intervals. So it's going to go one and a half, three, four and a half, six, four and a half, three, as we go up and down the pyramid. When it comes to programming your monitor, then this all gets a little bit confusing in terms of button pushing and things. So you might want to just um, calculate the total time, which is on screen right now for this workout and punch that into your machine and then basically just work down from top to bottom. If you do a just row, then you're going to have to keep on hitting a button to keep the screen alive. Or you can program this in yourself, either manually by doing button pushes or by going to the ErgZone app and loading up RA14, which is the code for today's row. Or, of course, you could set it up as an interval workout and set all the rests to undefined in order to make sure that we don't go out of sync because there's still that monitor sync issue, unfortunately. And that's it really. So the main thing is just to hold on to your 2K pace. It's going to be easy enough for the first two intervals. 
Maybe the, th the three minute one, you're gonna to start to find it a little bit trickier. The four minute one is when it's really gonna test you, okay? Um, and then as you go back down the other side, the three is gonna to be tough, but then the two and the one should be that little bit easier for you, let's hope. It's gonna to be a toughie. You're gonna to need to make sure that you're hydrating in between properly. Um, make sure as you're in the rest periods, at least roll up and down on, on the, the slide. If you want to do some light rowing in between that you can but just make sure not to do anything that's going to take away the energy from the main intervals themselves okay right let's have a last drink and then we can get into our first interval so it's going to be one minute at your 2k pace and at your 2k stroke rate which for me is 32 ish okay so i'm going to bounce between around about 30 and 32 i assume through this workout big deep breath okay the preparations needed for this one okay here we go then in three two one let's go so let's start fast i really want you to be able to come back and look at the metrics for this row and hopefully see that you're holding your pace from the start ideally you want your average 500 meter pace for each interval to work out as your 2K time. Okay, 20 seconds to go. Just keep pushing with your legs. Keep your stroke rate up. This one shouldn't be too tough. Three, two, one. Okay, heart rate will be up. You'll certainly know that you've just been rowing. But it shouldn't have left you to a point of exhaustion, to the point that you should be looking at the minute and a half rest and thinking that's okay. That'll take me back down to a pretty much recovered state. I can see I'm just rocking up and down the rail just to keep my legs moving, but I'm not doing any light rowing because I don't want to exhaust myself. With 10 seconds to go, if you wish, you can pick up the handle and do some light rowing just to lead in, get the flywheel moving before we hit go just so that you're not always starting from a dead flywheel or stop flywheel. <sighs> kind of helps your average, but also helps your lower back. So that's your choice. I'm not gonna do it because I like practicing that first press because it's all important for a race <sighs> to have a strong first push. So it's 15 seconds to go. If you're gonna start with rolling starts, then I recommend you start now with 10 seconds to go. So it's two minutes next, same pace, same stroke rate. In five, four, three, two, one, go. I really want you to get up there as soon as you can. It's an idea to start thinking about your breathing patterns. doesn't really matter 
whether you inhale or exhale on the drive what matters more is you find a comfortable rhythm to your breathing which helps your stroke rate as well as settling down your cardio system getting the air in and out of your body right coming up for 30 to go I'm starting to feel quads burning a little bit certainly tougher to catch my breath while talking two more one more yeah this may be one of those rare occasions where I may shut up for a while still there's no point in that interval where I was I thought I'm done I have to stop all that happened was took me to a point of hardship where you know you're working harder than you're able to recover so if you think of a 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute for every stroke you have your recovery and it's almost like it's a it's a balance eventually obviously your energy expenditure overcomes your recovery and that's why you do get tired doing a 30-20 but on that road just then I could tell that the balance had completely shifted to the effort I was putting in to the stroke that recovery back down the rail wasn't enough to get the oxygen and stuff back into my system pushing me towards that anaerobic point where you're just not taking in enough oxygen and stuff in order to kind of deal with what's going on but I didn't feel like I needed to stop it wasn't like I was really tapped out now I get the feeling the three minute one will probably take me a lot closer to that point where I'm, I'm starting to think I'm really looking forward to the end of this three minutes Hopefully we can all still hold our 2k pace through this next three minute interval and again this is the one right now where you're thinking three minutes rest is quite luxurious still got a minute to go but it's going to set you up to be able to do the next three minute actual workout so you read this session on paper and you can look at the rest and things and think oh that's ridiculous but the point is is that up until the four minute one anyway I'm trying to make it that you have the energy and the power in your system to be able to get through the workout so that that four minute chunk 
um, is really going to test you. That four minutes is, end up, is probably going to end up being run about as tough as your full 2K in terms of how hard it's going to feel and whether you're able to hang on, okay? So it's a little microcosm of a 2K without it being a 2K. Okay, 20 seconds to go. Make sure and control your breathing. Be prepared for this one. If you're going to start your rolling starts, start them now. We're going for three minutes in five, four, three, two, one, go. So along with your breathing, you're gonna to need to start to think about concentrating on the rhythm of your technique. Especially as fatigue sets in through this interval. First thing to go is likely to be that powerful push from your legs to really concentrate on driving out from the front with your legs and hanging off the handle at the same time in order to let the pace and power flow into the machine. Halfway there. If you see your pace drop, focus on your leg drive. Hopefully, that'll get you back. One minute to go. Nice, straight arms at the front. Don't leak power by grabbing. Keep your arms straight until the back of the stroke. 20 seconds to go. Come on. It's okay if it feels tough. It's meant to, but we're almost done. One more. Oh. Well done. Oh. Sadly, we've still got to get through another four minute interval and then another three 
before things start to feel a little easier again. And even then, they won't feel easier. They'll just feel shorter. <sighs> but seriously, you should, by the time we've got through that interval, you should at least recognize what I was saying before about how this is ideal training for pace and the ability to sustain that pace for your 2K. So this is great practice because you're at your 2K pace. Things like session two this week that was up there tempo-wise and took you into that kind of longer having to hold the pace is great practice for kind of the endurance and working hard. But because you're not actually rowing at your 2K pace, it, it, it doesn't quite get you all the way to where you need to be. Because I really think you have to spend time existing in the world of the speed that you're going to be rowing at when you do your 2K test. And remember, this is your current 2K time we're talking about, not your hopeful or projected. So, I mean, my hopeful projected is to get back to 140 pace for, uh, for my 2K, whereas I know I need to work towards there. So I'm still holding 145 right now for a seven minute 2K, even though I'm pretty sure I can go faster than that. This entire plan is based around your current time because it pushes your, your abilities through that current time towards what you want to be. You don't go through this and say, well, I want to do a 132K, so therefore I'm going to pace all this based on a, on a 130 average because you'll never manage it. So that's the point of this session is that it's going to take you to the top of what you're able to do right now because it's based on your current 2K time. Like, like I said, it's like in total, it's 16 minutes worth. Now, well, I suppose it depends what your 2K time is like anyway, but say most people average around about eight. I mean, obviously give or take a minute, a minute and a half, but if you're saying it's the average run about eight, then for many of us, we're going to be rowing at least twice the duration that we would in a 2K test at 2K pace. And although we're looking at quite long rest times in between, <laughs> they're not long enough. Trust me, this four minutes is going to be really tough. And then you've only got six minutes off the back end of it before you got to do that three again. So again, this is going back to what I said at the beginning about don't look at these rests as luxurious. They're certainly not. Not if you're holding the right pace. If you're going slower than 2K pace, then sure, they're luxurious, but don't go slower than your 2K pace. That said, this next four minute interval is the one that's going to test you, okay? So this is the one where you're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, I just can't keep on going at this pace. Now, what I want you to try and do is do at least 10 more strokes at that pace before you slow down, okay? So do your 10 strokes, and if you're like, no, I'm done, I just have to back off a few seconds, then back off a few seconds, okay? But if you get to the end of those 10 strokes and you're like, well, actually, I don't feel any worse than I did before, do another 10, and then do another 10. And before you know it, you're gonna be much closer to the finish, and you're gonna think, well, actually, I've only got 10 more strokes to go, I'm just gonna complete this, okay? It's an important one. I mean, yeah. I'm laboring a point now, really, aren't I? Okay, 15 seconds to go until this four minute interval. Get yourself ready. Start your rolling starts if you wish. 
here we go then. In five, four, three, two, one, go. I try to keep your breathing and your stroke as efficient as possible. You don't want to exhaust yourself because you're not breathing right or you're doing something weird technique wise right. just gonna take 15 seconds here Three minutes to go. I'm doing this with you. I'm not backing off. So I know how you feel. Two and a half to go keep going take that 10 strokes if you need to you should have this in you you just have to do it halfway Just trust in your fitness and the fact the clock is ticking down. Even if it may not feel like it. A minute and a half. My legs are not happy. Arms are good. A minute to go. Less than 30 strokes. Come on. You're gonna get six minutes rest. So you can manage another 35 seconds. Come on. Almost there. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 
three, come on, two, one. Oh, well done. Oh, take this six minutes to recover and hopefully celebrate completing that four minute interval. Even if you did have to back off towards the end, it's okay. As long as you started that one strong and then, like I said, took those 10 strokes and then had to, that's fine. It's a session like this that will train your ability to be able to manage it. So, like I said, even if you ditched sessions in a plan and every time it came to a top tier, instead of doing what I suggest, you just come back to this one, then what you're gonna find is that each time you come back, you're gonna last for longer and longer in that four minute chunk. And how that's gonna translate is it's gonna give you a much better ability to continue your pace through a 2K. Not only because you're fitter, faster and stronger, but so is your brain. You've done it, you've convinced yourself, hang on, I can do this. This isn't something I can't achieve. It's like the first time I broke seven minutes rowing. Um, it just, the times tumbled after that. It took me a while to kind of duck under that seven, but I got, I think 6.58 was my first time I ever got under seven. And I think the next one was like 6.50 because suddenly that mental block had gone. And it was the same with 30 minute time trials where kind of the, the equivalent of a sub seven when you're talking about 30 minute time trial. The equivalent is to get over 8,000 meters. Okay, so that's the, wow, you're doing quite well. And I was floating around like kind of the 7,940 or something for ages. <laughs> floating, see what I did there? Um, just un unable to get, to cross that 8,000 threshold. But then I eventually did. And once that mental barrier had gone, just, again, tumbled within a matter of, matter of a couple of months. I was up at 8,300 because I suddenly, that block of getting past that you set up as the boogeyman in front of you that's like, oh, it's the thing I need to do. Once you get past it, you're like, oh, that was nothing. I'm gonna keep on going. Which is the same with the sub seven 2K or sub eight 2K if that's what you're aiming for or a sub 25K or whatever. Is that you can kind of set it up in your head as this thing that's unachievable that you have to work really hard for. And then you do it and you go, all right, okay, I can do that again. That wasn't as bad as I thought. So that's the point of this row is that you can come back to it and that four minutes, if you weren't able to get all the way through it, the next time you can get all the way through it. And then hopefully, if you're able to hold your pace through this entire workout, then what it means is you can come back to it another time and maybe the, the two minute, one minute finish you can sprint faster or for longer, or you can start sprinting in the three minutes as well. So it's a great workout for taking you up to that four minute boogeyman and then going back down that ski slope in the three, two, one to give you the chance to kind of 
to go, right, I've got this in me, I can go faster. Bearing in mind the end of a 2K, that last kind of five meters is a point when you need, well, where it's useful to go, I'm gonna sprint here. You've got someone chasing you only 10 meters behind or someone's in front of you only 10 meters behind. You need to have, or it's good to have that development inside you of being able to push, even if it's out of your comfort zone, just to know that you've got, it's only gonna be a minute and a half worth of rowing, I can take myself into that real bad place in order to, to win or avoid losing. To be honest, that's pretty much the key to success in the 2K. There's only so far you can train just your body. Eventually you, you get to a point where the limiting factor isn't your body. Your body can actually do more. The limiting factor is just the fact that your little part in your head that's trying to keep you safe, trying to make sure you don't do yourself any harm. It's the one that sticks up its hand and goes, excuse me, do you really think we should be rowing this fast? You could slow off a little bit and you'll feel a lot better. And the trick for a 2K or a 500 meters or a 1K or even a 5K when you think about it and 30s, in fact, any time trial, the trick is saying, listen, I understand what you're telling me. You're trying to keep me safe and that's really nice of you, but don't worry, I've got this. You go sit in the side, you keep an eye on me and if something bad does happen, then just you come over and help and we'll, we'll deal with it then. But right now, I appreciate what you're saying, but don't worry about it, I got this. That's where you need to get to. It gets tougher and tougher the more you row, to be honest. The more you experience how tough these things are, the more you have to work on that. So, right, 15 seconds to go. We're going back into three minutes next. Remember that one that's gonna sound like a breeze. Pick up your handles, start your light rowing if you wanna do rolling starts. We're going in five, four, three, two, one, go. Now after that six minute rest, you should feel nicely recovered. And with any luck, the first minute and a half of this should be okay. but just watch out for the last minute and a half where you'll need to stay strong. I'm gonna take 10 seconds. There we go, two minutes to go. Keep your posture nice and powerful. Rock in from one o'clock and then swing over your hips. into an 11 position. Ha. I was right. A minute and a half. And it's got tough. Come on. 
a minute to go it's only a minute we've got this you and me together quads aren't happy lungs aren't happy but just over 30 to go I know I can finish so can you keep pushing with those legs almost there two one ah I didn't say it would be easy after six minutes but I did say you should be able to manage it a nice four and a half rest here which is what you had the last time you did three minutes but next up you've only got two minutes to row so you've actually got long rest for less work this time around so this is when depending on whether you recover kind of in the same way you just did oh there's my phone who's that uh, where was I just go back into flight mode again start turning that off <laughs> oh again come on shish um, yeah so if you think we had an hour, a minute and a half in that three minute interval or at least I did anyway got a minute and a half into it before it started to feel as tough it's like oh, crying out loud I'm gonna turn this off hang on there we go. Um, so in this one it's only two minutes rowing we've got so if again it's a minute and a half before it gets tough we then only got 30 seconds left before it's the end so depending on how you feel that's when you can that last 30 seconds you can make a decision about whether to hold your pace which you should be able to do we've just proved it to ourselves on that interval or are you going to try and go faster and that's the interesting one is with 30 seconds to go on this interval coming up and this two minute interval coming up if you're able to speed up towards the end and that's a great skill to have okay when it comes to proper racing and uh, time trials and, and whatever drink Right, less than two minutes to go. Heart rate wise, I'm recovering. I'm no, nowhere near my 42 where I started today's row. I'm up at 85 right now, but. Oh, now. now I'm getting a phone call. Don't know who this is. Maybe. Don't know who you are. 
you know what? I'm going to talk to you instead of taking that phone call. I think it's probably somebody about music for my TV stuff that I do. Hopefully they'll leave an answer phone. So this is why I usually set it into do not disturb mode, my phone. Ever since the, the, the row I did with you when um, Jamie, my eldest daughter, kept on calling during the row and I had to take the call. Ever since I did that, I've tended to stick my phone into do not disturb mode when doing a row with you. But um, I didn't do that today. And that's why we're now talking about my phone instead of rowing. But hey, can't keep on track. And plus it's only a Wednesday today. It's nowhere near spaghetti for a Wednesday. I believe we're having, I think we're having enchiladas this evening, chicken enchiladas with a big thing of side salad and some coleslaw. Mm. After a roll like this, I'm very much looking forward to that. I'll tell you that much. I got a voicemail. Whoever that was has left a message. That's nice to know. If it's interesting, I'll let you know in the comments. <laughs> Okay, 15 seconds to go. Remember, we're doing two minutes at 2K rate and pace in 10 seconds, okay? Only two minutes though, so we're good for this. In five, four, three, two, one, go. Get up to your pace, nice and quick. Try to hold your stroke rate. I have a tendency to go up to 34, 35 for these ones. But I'll try to hold it to 32. <clears throat> Just in case you are following along with me. Right, I'm going to take 10 seconds. Alright, minutes ago. Think technique. Drive with your legs. Straight arms. Good posture, front and back, finish strong with your arm pull and then get the handle over your knees. Are you going to sprint? Come on. Finish strong. 10 seconds. Three, two, one. Oh, sorry, I think I got my timing wrong there. I think I said, are you gonna sprint? And there's only 20 seconds to go. Oh, even though I'd said before about 30, right, breathe. But hopefully, like I said, hopefully you found that one 
easier than it should have been. <laughs> it should have been. That after doing the, th the, the four and the three being tough, that two, actually you finish it and you're surprisingly, oh, oh, okay, it's done. Then you get to that 30 second to go or 20 second to go and, and you're ready to, to go fast. So speaking of going fast then, we've got one interval to go and it's, it's only one minute and we've got three minutes rest, okay? So when we're talking about whether the rest are luxurious or not, this three minute rest leading up to this final one minute, this is luxurious, okay? Now, it probably would have, in order to match the intensity of the workout and for this one minute to be as tough as the rest of them, then a minute and a half rest would have sufficed, okay? I'm sure you're like, no, 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 I need three sharp. <laughs> but you're getting three, but the point is that this final minute, I want you to try and go faster, okay? Um, if you can only hold 2K pace, then fine, don't worry, no one's gonna shout at you. This plan, this set workout is meant to be just 2K rate and pace the whole way. But if you think you can go faster than your 2K pace, on this last one minute interval that I really want you to go for. It's only a minute and it's really important and you can look at your clock and you can see it counting down and as you go and as basically as it gets tougher you can see the time going down and it's like you're you're it's, it's that balance again where you know you can complete because you've only by the time it gets to a point where you're going to be like oh my god I can't do any more of this you'll look up and see you've only got like 15 seconds to go and I promise you you can manage that last 15 seconds that as long as you just dig in, close your eyes and wait for me to say stop, then you're going to get completed. So trust me on that. Of course, if you're about to be sick, then stop. <laughs> but don't, yeah. All right. We're coming up for 15 seconds to go. Make sure and get yourself prepared. I want you to try and go faster if you can. Right. Pick up your handle, start your rolling starts. 10 seconds to go if you wish. We're going in five, four, three, Two, one, go. Now try and get faster. Even try and increase your stroke rate if you have to. If that's going to help you go faster, then I want you to increase stroke rate. Just make sure and go faster. It's only a minute. We just had three minutes rest you should have this in you we're almost there come on eight seconds to go two strokes one more. Oh. One forty point two, so two K minus five at higher than two K rate, but that's okay. Right. So we do a 
Cool, Dan, I got a three in here. Right, let's do a three minute cool down. So we're gonna do one minute, just a gentle 18 strokes a minute, and then two minutes worth of the single leg stuff, okay? Let's cool down in three, two, one. Go. Oh. Well, that was tough. That was an interesting way to finish that workout with a little sprint. Hopefully you saw it coming that I drip fed the prospect of a faster finish throughout the entirety of that workout. Right, so like I say, after one minute of this, we're gonna do single leg drills and then we'll do the back and arms only and legs only. Right, one stroke here, one foot out on the floor, continue rowing with the one that's still in. Now you'll be a little bit tired, muscles will be a little bit fatigued after today's row, so do pay attention to your posture and body position when you're doing these single leg rows and the drills that follow too. Right, swap over feet, continue with the other leg. I mean, this does help promote flexibility, just rowing with one leg in, because you're not having to fight stiffness through both legs. I say one of them is more flexible than the other. It also helps and concentrate on not over leaning at the front when you do these. Okay, both feet in, legs straight, and then just use your arms and back, or back and arms is the proper sequence. So swing over your back, pull in your arms, out with your arms, and then swing back over your back. Always over the hips. Try and keep a good posture when doing this. It's not about bending and craning and rolling up like a wriggly worm. It's about being a strong posture. Okay, let's roll to the front of the machine, straight arms, and just push out from the front. Try to hold that forward lean with straight arms. Get that posture right at the front and just get the timing right of connecting with your feet and the handle connecting with the flywheel at the same time. Right, two more strokes, one more. Oh, and I'll finish on the full one just to ease off. Right. Well, that was a tough banana of a row, wasn't it? But, like I say, it's incredibly valuable. You don't get faster through the easy rows. Yes, you'll get fitter from the bottom tier ones, but that top end speed that you need to develop in order to be able to row and PB your 2Ks, etc., you still have to train them, okay? So, 
uh, like I say, if you, you can pretty much always, if you wanted to, skip out the mid-tiers and just do bottom tiers and top tiers. The mid-tiers are pretty much there just to keep things interesting for you and expose you a little bit to tempo hardship. But like I said right at the start, you could just do a bunch of bottom tiers and then just do this one over and over and over again and you would get just, yeah, faster and faster from doing it. But that wouldn't be the most exciting thing in the world. So, um, in fact, let's just call, let's call it hashtag exciting for today, okay? Or excitement, whatever you want to have. Just as a proof, proof you got this far through it, just in leaving a comment, just hashtag exciting or excitement. Because it was. It's tough, but it was exciting. And whatever, you should feel, if you get, got through that at your right pace, you should feel absolutely over the moon at being able to achieve it. I know last time round, I didn't manage to get through all of those intervals at 2k pace. I certainly, I think I'd already backed off by a couple of seconds with fear of not being able to speak all the way through anyway. But then when I got into the four minutes, I had to back off even more um, because I just couldn't manage it. Whereas now, doing it again, absolutely, well, I wouldn't say I breezed through it, but um, I, I managed it and it wasn't like, at no point did I think I wasn't going to manage the four minutes. So, and that's the important part. So anyway, there we go. I do hope you enjoyed that either as a standalone workout or as week two, session four of the Redux or Redo 2K plan. Um, if you haven't taken part in the 2K plan at all, then just take a look for it on the YouTube channel. Just go to playlists and you'll see the various plans that I have on there, of which one is the 2K Redux that you can jump on and do. Of course, please leave me comments and stuff. I do reply to pretty much everyone, or at least the ones that YouTube doesn't automatically delete thinking it's spam. Don't know what happens. But every now and then, I lost one from Ken, left me a really nice one the other day, couldn't reply because YouTube had deleted it. Um, Rpat leaves me some, they just get deleted. So if, you, if I don't reply to you, or I don't click like or whatever, it's because YouTube's just declared it as spam and it's gone. So And there's nothing I can do, it's not in my little spam filter. But hey, you don't care about that, do you? So anyway, leave me a comment, join the Facebook group, do whatever you wish. Um, just make sure... Fundamentally, just make sure to watch the video and roll along with me. That's all you really need to do, okay? That's the most important part. And remember, we are also still running hashtag Holly. If you haven't heard of that yet, it's the fact that I told Holly, my youngest, that I'm going to update my Apple Watch and get a Series 6. And I'll give her this one, the Series 2, if I get a certain amount of subscribers to the channel. I'm not going to tell you what it is because that would be terribly rude. But... Once I hit that subscriber number, Holly gets my Apple Watch and she's terribly excited about the prospect of this. I'm still thinking a nine-year-old shouldn't have an Apple Watch, but as being in the trade-in value, it's only worth 30 pounds. What does it matter? Anyway, I'm at that ranting stage. I do hope you've recovered. Make sure and stretch, drink some water, have something to eat. Make sure that the next session you do, whether it's part of a plan or not, is a nice recovery one, because this was, like I said, it was a tough banana of a workout, and you have to make sure that your body can recover well so you can keep on coming back to the top stuff. Yeah, right, stay safe, be well, bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.